I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I'm Lucas Mack, and it's such a pleasure having you join. Today, I am really excited to bring you my guest. This, when, when we started talking, I felt like I was talking to a long-lost brother, talking to a friend. David Nino Rodriguez is a beautiful soul. He's a warrior soul. This man is a lion And one who is speaking truth and helping to awaken the sleeping masses. And I followed his journey when he first came out with this video last year that um, put him on my radar, um, but put him on many people's radar. And he started talking about the pedophilia and child trafficking, human trafficking in um, Hollywood and and all sorts of global elites. spheres of influence. And I reached out to him. I just think he's just a warrior and I really appreciate his uh, humility and his heart and his ability to speak and let it rip. And he has interviewed many people that uh, I've been also following and watching. And I'm really, I just love talking to him. And I think you'll really love hearing his heart. Um, And my dear brother and sister, remember, it's not about agreement. It's about sovereignty. We don't have to agree as long as we stand in our own sovereignty, it's time to awaken, to have no more fear for the wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous are bold as a lion. So said Solomon. And so I'm honored to bring a fellow lion to the podcast today. Brother, so everyone, like I just said, I see last year, I see a man sit on a ledge on his porch and wake humanity up. And you know what, brother? First of all, I want to say thank you for coming on. Oh, my pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. In a world where you've come from, and this is why I think God chose you to give that message, is because you're a huge man. You're a warrior. You're physically a warrior. But God said it wasn't your physical stature that was going to wake the world up. It was your voice that woke people up and and over a cup of coffee (laughs) and you're slurping (laughs) slurping. (laughs) let everyone know that uh, yeah they're trafficking kids and drinking their blood i just thought i'll let you know i mean what this concept of evergreen what do you think evergreen means it means to live forever it means the eternal life it's the fountain of youth that they have chosen there's no accident that the evergreen shipping container gets stuck to awaken the world I live in the evergreen state. Like I said, the very first hospital in the United States to have the virus was evergreen hospital. All this stuff. Wow. Yeah. It's all, it's all, yeah, it's all code. It's all, it's all signs, uh, you know, that like they say, that'll be their downfall and that's what it is. I think there's no accident of the Suez canal with that barge, uh, blocking it. It made every, if it did anything, it made a world start researching what is evergreen. Yeah. Um, so I, I believe in that. I believe everything is symbology. Everything happens for a reason. I think God's hand is on this. Yes. And it's time to take down these Satanist pedophile, disgusting people that are hurting humanity that are killing off our species. It's time to take them out and it's happening. Look, you know, you know, there was, um, Cappy, right? Isaac Cappy. And then, you know, he got murdered, whatever. Um, all I did was just step out and hit the wasp nest. Boom. And, you know, I didn't, I don't have the documentation. I don't have, you know, the names, nothing. I just know what I know. And I put it out there. And if it did anything, all it did was just awaken a sleeping giant, which is humanity. Yeah. And now people are like, whoa, wait, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Celebrities do what? And then like they shook up out of their sleep <laughs> and we're like, holy cow, this is real. You know, yeah. this is sick. Yeah. Then you start putting the pieces together. And so that's all I did. And, and that was big enough for me, but it was either I run from it or embrace it. Mm. 
And I prayed about it for a really long time. Like, oh man, what do I do in this? I mean, all of a sudden they were translating the video in different wow. languages and I'm sitting there on my back porch going, what in the fuck <laughs> is going on? You know? And so when that started happening, I'm like, there was a really uneasy feeling that hit me like, oh shit. Mm. Like this is not what I expected it to do. Yeah. But I prayed about it and it was either I run from it or embrace it. So I know God made me a fighter. Yeah. And that's what I do. That's what I did for a living. So I ran, I, I, I embraced it. I said, you know what? I'm going to keep, I'm going to go big. Mm. And that's what I did. I think, you know, we, I listen to your interviews. I listen to all these people's interviews. And the question right now, it's a philosophical question about humanity, because you're talking about waking humanity. When I hear liberals speak who are beautiful soul, there's a lot of beautiful people, well-intended people, right? They, 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 they're afraid. And in that fear, they make bad decisions, but they're kind, they're compassionate. But I listen to them say, in fact, I was talking to this really nice former client. I said, you know, what do you think's happening? He said, I think we're entering a world of haves and have nots. You either have the vaccine and you can travel and you can enter stores or the have nots won't be able to. And I said, I don't think you understand human history. I said, do you have a firearm? He's like, Oh no. Hmm. You are about to awaken a savage in humanity. I think humankind in history, Rome didn't fall because it didn't have the best military and best might. It awoken the barbarians at the door that said enough keeping us Good from point. having it. And so they're never going to take our guns. The first cop to get shot in the face, the second cop goes, uh, the third cop goes, mm, then, okay, bring the military. The military has an oath to the constitution to defend it against all enemies, foreign and domestic. So the first guy that, you know, maybe he wants the promotion, but the second guy that gets taken out and you're like, yeah, they'll take a lot of us out, but a lot of them are going to get taken out. Then they have to give a question. It's like Rocky four when <laughs> you you'll like this, right? When she says that when Adrian says to Rocky at the bottom of the stairs, you can't win. Right. And he says, Adrian always telling the truth. You know, maybe I can't win, but for him to enter that ring, he has to be willing to give his life. A hundred percent. If he's ready for that. That's, you know, and I tell people that all the time. When you enter the boxing ring, there is a chance you're leaving on a stretcher, uh, uh, crippled or dead. Yep. And then that's a chance you take. So for me, it's, I've done that over 50 times in my life, mm. you know, and then every time I sparred with world champions, that's, we go green light on each other in the gym, had the hardest, most brutal gym fights over, uh, actual on television. Mm. So to me, um, yeah, it, I, I think it takes that type of, you know what, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to, you know, a lot of people, oh, he drops F-bombs, isn't that? No, fuck it. Let it rip. Fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. We're done. Because I have a tattoo on my arm, and it says, better to die on your feet than to live a life on your knees. That's right. Emiliano Zapata, who overthrew southern Mexico, Pancho Villa overthrew northern Mexico. Once they did that, they couldn't, they couldn't figure out what to do with the government, mm -hmm. but they, over, they, they were successfully overthrew Mexico. But my 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 thing is this: our last freedom is to fight. That's right, and that's what I like to do. Yeah. So so for me, I can't sit back and watch our country get flushed down the drain by these sick people right. that want to control and hide in the shadows and do everything through deceit and whatever yeah. you don't know is better. And nah, fuck you. It's yeah, you know, it's yeah. time now that that everyone wakes up and put on their big boy pants and get in the fight because it's going to take all of us. So in this, here's the thing that I think we're waking up to right now where we're, you know, Q says it's going to be biblical. It is biblical. It, it, it already is. <laughs> right. I'll say <laughs> it is. And I'll yet, say. Look at the walls of Jericho. If you're not awake right now, I don't know what, I don't know if you're an Android uh, or if you're just uh, uh, you're some kind of AI or like, say you just don't have that spiritual awareness. What is not, why are not, why are the people that are the stragglers right now? What is holding them back? I don't understand it. I don't get it. I'm like, what else do you need? What else do you need to wake up? I think we're in it. I think the, they've already chosen. They're not going to wake up. I yeah. Think some the, people the find cognitive already, dissonance much more comfortable. Yeah. But I'm saying that, you know, the walls of Jericho fell without a physical fight, a physical march. 
They're just yeah. shouting and using our voices. And I think of a lion. I've talked, I've been thinking because I watch you and I just appreciate you because you're just, I would just say you're a dude who just happened to figure it out and just start talking. And I appreciate that. And I hear lions, you know, cats roar, even wildcats, bobcats, they have that like that. It's yeah. real tinny and like stretched, like stretched high. But a lion sounds like it's whoa. It's like when a lion, yeah. hears, it's resonance is like, holy shit. Like yeah, here we are. <laughs> oh, this guy's not messing around. And it's not that rawr, cat sound. And I think we're at this place right now. Like Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. And he was the last person that Adolf Hitler ordered executed before the war was over. And that was a German Lutheran pastor, blonde hair, blue eyed German who found himself in the concentration camp. You know, it's no different than Martin Emoweller who said, first they came for the Bolsheviks. I said, nothing goes not a Bolshevik. Then they came for the trade unionists. I said, nothing goes not a trade union unionist. Then they came for the Jews. I said, nothing is not a Jew. And when they came for me, there was no one left to speak. Exactly. And we're at this place right now where we have to speak we, we don't have fighting. a choice yeah it's look i tell people you know the second amendment i heard you talk in the alpha corner i don't know last week or something like that or alpha connection uh, corner connection what is it corner it's alpha alpha yeah me i almost said connection no it's alpha corner yeah alpha corner. okay <laughs> and i love what you're doing with that and i want we'll yeah me and dave daily man we, that's a whole different type of a uh, thing it's not really political we dive into politics a little bit how we how we uh associate it but, i call that sovereignty like right right but it's sovereign. mainly about you know just the the what's happening to men these days mm. the the whole uh feminization of men you know the the chemicals in our foods the uh the the assault on men yeah. and that's got to stop because we're we are what protects the species right. we are what protects uh the, the feminine you know Yep. And, 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 that, and if it's not for us, it's over. It's game over. Hmm. Well, you said something I, you guys were, I don't know what you said, but it made me think of this while I was on a walk that um, if someone, men usually have this bravado, like second amendment two a, like, you know, I got my guns, but bro, if you can't even speak, how do you think you're going to pull a firearm on someone? Like, it's the speaking is the courage to. Utter and why do you think having a mask on is so important to these people? Bingo. It's symbolic. Yes. It shows that you cannot. You're you're submissive, and you're you're you're. It's a, it's it's free will. Whether you're accepting, you will yes. not speak no more. This is you don't know how symbolic these people are. Yeah, these elitists that run this. This is nothing but submissiveness. Hmm. It's to protect you against a fucking virus. <laughs> bullshit it's right. bullshit those fucking tests are fucking fake right. they're all fucking uh uh false positives i mean i have friends that were boxing that got oh a positive one week negative the next positive the next week negative the next. it's bullshit right. the gig is up man right remember erica badu had tested positive in one nostril and negative in the other nostril. <laughs> oh <laughs> hey what's going on with michael phelps have you heard anything about that no i heard no. he's in like icu or something like that i don't know if that's true or not huh I'm trying to find out. I got a few messages saying that, that he took the vac the vaccine and now he's in ICU. Now, I don't know if that's true. So anyone on here can research that and fact check it. I could be wrong, but I just heard that right now. Hmm. I just heard it about five minutes ago before I got on with you. I was like, wow. So I want to go dive into that. I mean, dude, this is Marvin Hagler died from it. Yep. I mean, this is, this is, if you can't see what this is, I, I mean, a blind person can see this dude. I don't understand how people are like, oh, I don't know. I trust science. What science? Right. And, and what science? Just because it's scientific doesn't mean it's yeah. law. Right. It's not gravity. Right. And that what is they're doing is they're using propaganda. Proven. They're using right. propaganda to, oh, be courteous of the old people. Really? You trust, uh, dude, I'm, when I say you trust doctors, okay, but Dr. Mengele, Joseph Mengele was a doctor. You trust him? Yeah, exactly. And, and they're just doing what they're told. Right. Who pushes the drugs on them in the first place? The right. pharmaceutical reps. Right. They're out there to make a buck. It's all drug dealing, dude. Right. This is drug dealing. And now the vaccination is the next big thing. Everyone makes some money off this. I mean, everyone's getting paid. And you're paying with your life. You're 100% risk at this. That's right. 100% risk. But at Crazy. the same this time, is, I, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm sorry. No, I didn't go, know that, that the fucking people were this docile and sedentary 
and complacent. I didn't know that they were going to be able to pull this off like they are. I am dumbfounded when I look at people. Yo, I'll never take the vaccine. Fuck yes, you will. You're wearing a mask. That's right. You know, you're going to be the same dude that, oh, well, I want to go see the NBA game. And if I want to get into the box seats, I have to, uh, wear, I have to take the vaccine. Or if I want to go watch this, or if I want to go to this restaurant, they demand I ha- see, this was all a beta test with the mask. Yeah. They, 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 uh, it's a beta test. It's just, well, let's see if they can comply. Let's see what they do with the mask. Oh, wow. This worked. Now the vaccine, give them the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Watch them all have to comply to that. They won't be able to fly. Mm-hmm. They won't be able to go to sporting events. They won't be able to go to a movie. They'll have to have a card. And the doctors that don't do it will 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 do something medically to their license or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then and then all of a sudden everyone's just marching in in this zombie mindset. And then you have other people going. And I, I said this last year. They're going to use celebrities yeah. to start taking the vaccine and being like, "Hey, it worked for me." You know, it's great. You know, people follow celebrities. They have celebrity worship. It's pathetic. Other people that eat and shit, just like you do, or you look up to, fucking makes no sense to me. Anyway, so they follow these celebrities, and then they just march off the cliff. That's it. That's what they're doing. It's, hmm. it's, dude, this is, um, this is so disturbing to watch. And to know that I'm part of this species, the human race, and just see how vulnerable and easy and gullible they are hmm. blows my mind beyond the cosmos, bro. I can't even believe this shit. There you go. Dude, I love it. Oh, <laughs> man. Agreed. Here, here's Christians, I think, you know, um, Franklin Graham came out last week and said Jesus would take the vaccine. And I did a podcast. I didn't. He said know. what? He said Jesus would take the vaccine. Franklin Graham wouldn't need the vaccine. He was a uh, god. So yeah, like exactly. he lived exactly. on his own. You'd raise the dead. What do you need a vaccine for? But I said no. What he would do is build a band of cords, strand of cords, like he did, and whoop your ass like he did. Yeah. The temple, you money. Yeah. Over through the money changers. Exactly right. right. He wasn't. He would take the vaccine. Come on. Look what they're doing. Right. Look at how they're coercing people, coercing people to take the vaccine by, oh, Jesus would do it. Right. No, he wouldn't. Jesus, first of all, was a rebel. He was defiant. Exactly right. Exactly. You know, he was a warrior. This guy wasn't, there was not a pussy bone in this guy's body. That's right. He wasn't the guy that was like, I better do this, turn the other cheek. That's right. He, would, he vo- voluntarily got crucified. Yes. That's right. That's a dude that has some balls. Yeah, that's right. I'm just talking <laughs> about that. He said, if the, Lord, if it's possible, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. And walk straight in. Smokin says, let's go. Let's get it over with. Because I'll fucking see you in three days. Yeah. Oh, and I'll remember. Also, I know your name. I see where you're at. And and look, I mean, even like the gladiator that punctured his uh, lungs, you know, was he right then and there. Oh, my. What did I just do? That's right. What did I just do? That's right. The wrath of God, man. I'm telling you, like, I just, I don't, God loves us all with all every yes. ounce of energy, but yes. it's like you turn your back on God and you go against that creator. You accept going into a void without yes. God. It's like you accept going into that. To me, my biggest fear is being void of God. Mm. And I am a, you know, mm. I, I speak to God all day long. I pray every day, all day long. I'm making the sign of the cross or I'm, yeah. I'm just talking, just having a conversation with him all day. And and guide me the right direction, Lord. I, I you know, uh, should I do this? Should I not do this? And if I mess up and make a mistake, I know, hey, that was my own uh mind getting in my way of my intuition. What I every time I've ever fought, hmm. my intuition brought me into that fight. Hmm. The two times that I knew I should have fought and it wasn't the right time, that's when I lost. Because I let my mind get in the way of my intuition. And I think that's God speaking to all of us is our intuition. When you feel something not right about a person or you're not in the right situation, you feel it. Right. (laughs) And then it's right there. That's, that's a divine intelligence speaking through you. Right. To let you know, this isn't right. And then your mind talks you out of whatever that is. That's right. Well, maybe I'll, uh, this time I'll, uh, that's, that's intercepting God's divine uh, language through you. And I believe that. So I've always been very pure. I've tried to be. I mean, anytime everyone knows my past, I've had a really fucking crazy past. I'm not a saint. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
um, as I've gotten older and I put away drinking and did all that, I've learned to, man, it's amazing. When you stop drinking, well, now that I've stopped, it's been a year and three months and a week coming, I feel I can hear God speak to me through me so much clearer. Like the mm. glass is clear. Mm. It's not foggy with alcohol and deception and yeah. bad thoughts and negativity and all the people that used to be around me. Now it's like I have this clear glass of water that I can see and drink, you know, it's just like, that's what it feels like. Like my, my energy has been cleansed to where I can pay attention to when God nudges me and says, nah, not that. Or mm. yes, that no, not that. Or yes, that not that, you know, I can feel and hear that better. And I go off my instincts and my intuition mm. when I'm drinking, when I was, because believe me, I love to drink. It was well, the best time of my life. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but, when I was hammered all the time, I didn't have that anymore. It was like, yeah, whatever. But I still loved God. Yeah. And that never, that was always there. I've always still loved God, but that, that keen sense, my spidey senses, that deliverance, that, 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 that intuitive sense I used that, that I have now, mm. I, I didn't have. And, right. and that's what I go off of everything. All my decisions in business and friends Mm. is all i wait to see i how i feel like oh dude i this is your biggest what is it the chakra whatever yep yep this is it right here yeah. and it's it's more powerful than this that's right what you feel here that's god's you know when they say oh this thing is god well then what is this intelligence right here right you know it, that i feel with a couple things i, I want to say is um my buddy is a navy retired navy seal um when I first met him, I was telling him, I said, I have this theory because he was talking about situational awareness. And I said, I have this theory. Every person in high school that I thought was gay or people thought were gay. And he would say, they would say, no, no, I'm not gay. Eventually came out of the closet. They were gay. And yeah. I said, that totally makes sense because straight guys don't act gay. Only gay guys act gay. So if someone acts gay, it's because they're gay. I don't care. Yeah. Like, bro, feel comfortable, but it makes sense. Straight guys aren't wow. acting gay. And then I said, if someone weirds you out, it's because they're a weirdo. Normal yeah. people don't yeah. weird you out. Only they just don't match. They may not weird someone else out, but they weird you out because your soul's not matching with in them. In tune with that. That's right. Yeah, you're not in tune. You're you're vibrating at a different level, and that's how I see it. Everyone has a right to make their decisions. And my, you know, I. That's just the way it is. That's just yeah. life. We all have live and let live. Not you know. It's to me. It's just. What's good for me ain't good for that person. What's good for that person is not good for me. It's, right. If we don't match, we don't match. I move on and live my life. You go move on and live your life. You know, right? Right. That's how I see it. I don't. I don't. Uh, I try not to try because that's the hardest thing mm. to judge people. I don't judge anybody because, like I said, I have a past, bro. Like, like. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I was a, a fucking head case since I was since I started boxing sixteen or no. Well, you know, when I started. Competitively fighting at 14, shit, man. It was like um, a roller coaster of emotions, and it caused me to do things and act out and do things that looking back now, I go, Who was that guy? Like, mm. but I, it took a long time for me to learn, and I'm still learning. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a, you know, there's times I think all, all the time, believe me, I think all the time, man, give this up, stop doing these videos, and just go back to the bar and just enjoy life. Mm. Just womanize. Uh, drink, um, you know, just believe me, it's a temptation that I fight, mm. you know, because it was so fun and all my friends are still doing it. And they're like, dude, just get to the bar, man. Come on, mm. just come down here and hang out for a little bit. And like, and I know they want me to go drink, you know, yeah, yeah. they want to break me, but I'm staying strong, dude. I mean, I'll go for, I mean, it's boring It's uh, <laughs> I'll go for a walk or something, but you know, yeah. Well, brother, I, you know, as you're sharing that, well, actually, so my Navy SEAL buddy said he was helping civil citizens, civilians doing uh, detail work. And he said, women, the, the majority of women who get raped felt the rape that like they get into an uh, elevator and they feel, ah, oh, this is something's not safe. But then they shut down that feeling. And it's that same like talking about sensing like what we're, you know, you got to have that knowing and trust. Um, yeah. Trust that knowing and don't override it. Cause that's how God gave us that knowing that's the still small voice. And if we tell that still small voice to shut up or I know better, or, you know, that always leads to bad yeah, things. You, you, bad things you know, I'll, I'll put it like, here's, here's this little story. I was in San Diego and I was uh, walking with a girlfriend uh, from the hotel to what was the name of the, uh, 
Louis steak uh, seafood on right there on uh, next to the Hard Rock, right? Mm-hmm. And we're walking next to these train tracks, and then all of a sudden, um, out of nowhere, this this young twenty five year old black kid started walking behind us with his pants real low and like a gangster looking yeah. vibe, you know, walking behind us. And I'm like, this does not feel right. Mm. And we had about another half a mile to walk next to these. Why we were walking. I mean, the way a movie begins or ends next to the train tracks, <laughs> fucking being followed by a fucking weirdo. Yeah. And now yeah. like, where did he come from? I don't know where he came from. He's walking behind us. Now I could have just been like, oh, you know, don't judge that person. Just keep walking, you know, blah, blah, blah. And mm. never, never mind that. No, my soul was telling me, oh shit, this, this is not a good, this is not a good situation you're in right now. So I thought to myself, okay, think fast. I'm way bigger than this dude and I'll smash him. So mm. I was like, and he may have a knife, he may have a gun, but if I show that I'm cowering in any kind of way, right. he's going to use it anyway. Right. So I was just walking with her and then I was just like, I started looking back at him and then I started walking. I turned around and started walking backwards. And I'm looking at him. I go, what's up? Mm. You know, like that. And then I was like, okay, get ready to go anytime. Crack this guy, whatever you got to do. You're next to the train tracks. No one will know, you know, <laughs> so I'm thinking like, here. Yeah, I'm looking at him and then, and then he's just, he kind of fall back. He started falling back a little bit. Like, Oh, this guy's going to be a problem. You know, he also felt, I wanted him to feel danger too. Yeah. Like, Hey, this is going to be a fucking problem. You know? And he did. And then next thing you know, boot, we, we turn around. We turn around for a second. We look back. He's gone, dude. Dude, I don't know where he went. Like, he had to, like, cat jump the fence to get to the – he's gone. Just gone. And I was like wow. – so we get to the seafood place, and we're talking. And I'm like, listen, we're not – he could be waiting for us to walk back that direction. I go, we're not going there. We're going to take an Uber back to the hotel. Mm. And we agreed on that. But that was because I was listening to – I could have been like, oh, he's probably gone by now. Whatever. We'll just walk it. Right. No, no, no. I listened to my intuitive sense, and we got in an Uber, and we drove back to the hotel. Mm. Why risk it? I mean, it's just like th- – that's what I'm talking about, that voice inside you that tells you, nah, do it, don't do it. You know, you got to listen to that. That is God, in my opinion. In my opinion, that's, yeah. what, that's how God talks to you. That's right. Brother, you um you're just beginning. In Ugh. fact, there's gonna be a time when you don't reference boxing, you're gonna reference the beginning of this season in your life. And boxing will be that life before the life God intended for you to step into. And I miss uh, it. I just hear you talk the ability to speak what is on your mind honestly and without filter is what is rare in this world i like i said before we started recording the righteous are bold as a lion but the wicked flee when no man pursueth you weren't wicked you turned around and looked at that guy that guy you didn't threaten him you just i mean i've already been knifed in the throat i'm like he might get the other side (laughs) i mean you know i'm thinking to myself like you know that could happen at least i know what's coming i'm not drunk and i'm sober i can i can use my reflexes but i knew the only option at that time is i don't keep my back away from him walking away from him i had to turn around and look at him and just let him know i i got you you're on my radar Mm. you're on my radar. i see you you know and 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 i think that's what that's what we're humanity is doing right now how many people would have been like well we better be polite in this situation and just keep walking a little faster maybe right and then that's when bad things happen no i had to i turned around i was like i see you you know i had to let him know and it was a split decision that I had to make. Like, hmm. boom. And that's also because I also grew up in, in, in El Paso Juarez. You know, like I used to go to Juarez all the time and get in fights and get hit with mag lights over the head by the bouncers and like thrown out and blood everywhere. And I grew up in that. So I know, and I used to know that if you go to Mariscal, the area behind the strip of Juarez, uh, you walk over there, they'll take you around the corner and beat you with a baseball bat. Even the cops hmm. will do that. So you never just, you know, when they say, hey, come with me and they pull you around the corner, you run. You don't go with them. Mm. You know, there's street smarts that I got from being in El Paso and Juarez, you know. So I know how to, there's certain things I feel out that I'm like, ah, no, this ain't good. This is, I have to face it this way and people can question it, but it is what it is. I have that story, brother. Share that story about when you're a kid on your bike and that, that guy in the van. Share that story. Oh, you know about that. I guess I said that on the, yeah, well. And that's that's what that's what traumatized me for the rest of my life. Mm. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I was I was uh, 
riding my, I remember it was a Huffy bicycle mm. and we just moved into our new house and there's a cul-de-sac at the end and I'm riding my bike and just, you know, doing what kids do probably eight years old. I think I was seven or eight years old. Yeah. I had to be around seven or eight years old. And you know, my dad was at work. My mom was inside cleaning the house and, um, I, I just started riding down the cold sack back up, riding down, you know, pedaling up the hill, then riding down the hill, you know, that kind of stuff. And then I just remember uh, all of a sudden I see this brown van with Chihuahua plates and Mexican plates mm. uh, just hauling ass down the cold sack to where I'm at. And it just stops like ha- blocking the street for me to go up. And this Mexican guy, the big mustache and sunglasses was looking at me. Mm. And then he started doing this kind of thing, looking around the neighborhood and he gets out of his, uh, he, he, you know, he gets out of the van. It was a van, a big brown van. And, um, and I remember I'm just staring at him as he's approaching me. And then I felt this fear in my, I didn't know what to do. Like a panic and fear. I've never felt ever begin in my life like that. Mm-hmm. And he comes to me and I start pedaling my bike, like kind of around him. And he fucking boom, don't jolts to me and opens the side of the van and grabs me and start trying to pull me into the van. Well, I was holding on to the handlebars. Now, if I would have let go of the handlebars, I would have been toast. Mm. I kept holding on to it. So the bike wasn't going in with me. And so he, he dropped me to readjust. And I threw my bike on him and ran. Like, I never ran before. Um, I was like, like Usain Bolt. Mm. Boom, gone later. And um, he ran about halfway and stopped. And then he, like, panicked. I saw him panic. Gets back in his van, uh, reverses it, and then pulls back and then goes. And starts going up the street. And I couldn't make it to my parents' house. That's how fast he was coming with the van. So I go out to my neighbor's house and I started banging on their door and on their window and ringing their doorbell. And I just saw commotion inside the house. He stopped again and looked at me like he was going to go for it again. And then he just saw, like, I guess people in the windows and he took off. Wow. And that scared the living shit out of me for, I mean, probably to be honest with you, I have very bad anxiety till this day at 43. And I think that probably is one of the, the 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 initial jolt to my nervous system that made me have that kind of a uh, uh, response to where it stayed with me the rest of my life like situations boxing fights whatever man I had the worst anxiety and I still do mm. uh, till this very day but it's either I'm active and go to the gym and handle those type of ways or it eats me alive and I'm just sitting still mm. like it's just, so I think it stayed with me my whole life you know it just it just changed. Um, yeah. response like the way i respond to things just changes but but i've always had that in that onset that anxiety from that day so i can only imagine what kids feel right when they get taken away from their families forever right. i mean i can't even never to see their family again never to see their mother and their mother and father ever again it's 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 unbearable for me to even think about dude right. i just right and that's why my heart goes out to, you know, all these kids. Yeah. And that's why people need to watch this film, The Sound of Freedom. Mm. The Sound of Freedom with Jim Caviezel, where he plays Tim Ballard, talks about and shows you firsthand human trafficking, how it works. And it goes much, much deeper than the, what the movie shows, by the way. Yeah. But but um, it's a movie that needs to be seen, The Sound of Freedom. Mm. You know, brother... This concept of precipice, you were at, you felt the precipice at seven or eight years old. And yeah, that, yeah, that that's precipice. I'm either will yeah. live or die. And we're at this time, you know, I listen to your interviews with Juan. I listen to Juan on all sorts of different, you know, videos that he's on and he keeps sometimes people get frustrated. I mean, even hear you like, no man, just like let's say, and he's always like, I know, uh, trying to get it out of them. Uh, like, oh, yeah, but yeah. it's but at the same time, it's like, man, everyone. The sixth book of the Bible is Joshua. Six letters in the word Joshua. Six is the number of man. Six sixty-six books in the Bible. Sixth book in the New Testament is Romans. The only mm. book out of all sixty-six that has the word man. Six letters in Romans. So six, six, six is the number of man. It says in Revelation right. chapter thirteen which is the patent of the virus, which is where they're injecting. And then no man will be able to buy or sell anything unless they take the mark. So we're at this place, but also Joshua 
is the English version of Yeshua. We call him Jesus, even though that Jesus actually means hail Zeus, Jesus. All right, Yesh- I know that. Joshua is the English version of Yeshua or Yeshua, which means salvation. But it's not that God doesn't know who we're talking about when we say Jesus. That's just right, right. Thing. But um, Joshua said, choose ye this day whom you will serve. Choose. As for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. And this is the day of choosing right now. And what we're watching right now, when you're, I hear you and I know, and I'm like, I don't belong in the same planet as these people. Like, what the fuck? Wake up. It's like, no, yeah. they're actually, God is allowing everyone to choose. And that is the they're love of God. A lane. We're yeah, making, that's right. A lane. They're picking a lane. And our job is to stand. Can you believe that we're here? I mean, I, I, I can't oh, believe we're here. This I, I, I would have expected this to happen generations after me brother it's actually we're in it we're crazy we're in it um so the bible so i i have a i'll share off camera like my background and and more like how i understand all this stuff but the we thank god we're watching religion get eviscerated the medical industry get eviscerated institutions education all the all the siloed dissected ways that humans could see the world are getting cleared away so that no one can say it was my degree on my wall or the champion, the, the ring or the matches that I, I won. It's only going to be God. And that's what I think I'm getting back to Juan. Like there is a moment where no one will say, well, I did this. It will be a great humbling of humanity to say, God, I agree. God, God, God have mercy. And it says in Revelation that he wipes away our tears from our eyes. Well, where do we do that? In his presence, we will, even, even all of us, the most righteous indignation, seeing all of it, people, will, we will all still cry and, and be humble in that. And so I guess I share all that is like, man, it is not so much can we believe that we're here, but what a gift that we are here yeah what an interesting time what an amazing time to be alive although it's stressful it's you know it's almost like you're up there in in spirit form or in 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 you know your soul is just deciding do i really want to jump in the game right now (laughs) and then you're like you know someone tells you up there hell yeah it's gonna be fun (laughs) it's ultimate go for it dude go enjoy this game it's a game that's how i see it yeah like it's like just remember who you are. Just get down there and do your part for humanity. And yeah, let's go. You know, like my dad always said, tie one nut and yeah, let's go. Let's go. You know, <laughs> you know. Like my dad used to always say, like, Dad, I'm kind of nervous for this fight. And he goes, and tie one nut, get out there and do it. <laughs> for some reason, that always just hit me. I'm like, all right, you know, I don't know what it means to tie one nut, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'd rather go fight than find out. <laughs> yeah. <fuck. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tie one nut and yes. <laughs> All right. That is awesome, man. Um, you know, for you with all the the people you've met and before being in the boxing world and being around entertainers and celebrities, you know, you know the smoke and mirrors. You get you know, yeah, you see all that. Are you and I know well actually I'm this is the one question I want to ask like, are you seeing that in this movement too? Like when you got together with everyone in in Vegas, because I'm, I'm so sick of, so the family I grew up in keeps people quiet. That's the, and I gave the Ted talk. I don't know if you saw it. I said, it doesn't matter if you saw it, but it was breaking the cycle of child abuse. And when I spoke, I would gave that talk in Pittsburgh. I live in Seattle. When I spoke, it was, for the first time in my life, I wasn't on the defensive. I was on the offensive. And I felt the spiritual environment like shift, shift, shift yeah. massively. And um, that's where I'm saying like our power is in to utter from our voice that God spoke and it was so. God created us to speak and it be so. Jesus said, for in that day, thou shalt give an account of every idle word thou hast spoken. For by your words, you shall be justified and by your words, you should be condemned. And it's our words that God is calling us to speak. 
but are you seeing, and, and this is not to say who, I just want to like, it's the same thing, right? There's people that are. Um, it's turning into that. It's turning into that. And uh, I can't say anyone I met in Vegas is like that. Um, okay. I that's good. Know. That's good. I, I don't think so. Anyone in Vegas. Okay. Okay. okay or, but see, I don't know. I mean, I'm not like, oh, you know, I mean, for me, the people I met seemed very legit, all of them. And they, uh, but I can see what you're talking about because I believe, and I've been told by Juan, you know, Hey, this, this movement is going to get infiltrated. It is getting infiltrated. Yeah. A lot of people are doing this for, um, money to make a name for themselves, fame, yeah. um, Money. People get mad at me because I'm making I'm I'm making money, and I tell people, look, uh, I I decided to embrace this and not run from it, and it wasn't because of a buck. Believe me, I just if I'm gonna go all in, if I'm gonna go all in and put my ass on the line for what I'm doing, um, I won't be able to hold a job. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to like do anything else because I'll be crucified. Right. I won't be able to do it. So. Either go all in and make it and make it to where I can make a living at this as well, mm -hmm. so it's worth my time, or you'll never hear me again because I'll have to go get the nine to fiver and right. uh, and I can't speak out because I'll get fired. Right, right. So I had to pick, and I I said God told me to go all in, go in, do it, and that's what I prayed about. So that's what it is. <laughs> so when I have trolls that are like, ah, you're making a dollar, you know, like I'm like, huh, then you do what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. And try to hold a job. Try to keep your family together. You do what I'm doing, and see what it takes. And you're not going to like it. That's right. You're not going to like it. It's very I uneasy. I think that's important. When I said money, I don't actually mean because I believe like no. I but there's people that are per that are going into this with just money on their mind. Well, to take it and make money doing something yes. else, as opposed to speak the truth continually. Yeah. Right. What I did was an accident. Like yeah. I did not expect that video to go viral. That was a complete accident and what's happening from here from that day forward was me saying i'm gonna go for it man i'm just mm -hmm. gonna i'm gonna be that guy that stands up and speaks his mind mm -hmm. now whatever happened from there is what happened i you know but this was all um and and, and coincidentally enough this all happened after i quit drinking mm -hmm. which was very you know i get in and that, and that is a story in itself to where i was giving god i told god all right i'm gonna give this to you take this from me and I gave, I sacrificed my drinking, which I couldn't believe it. And, you know, I've been drinking since I was 13 years old mm. and then all this stuff started happening. That's all I can say. I don't believe in coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. No. So I know God is protecting me, but I have to keep my end of the deal up, my end of the bargain, which is I can't drink. <laughs> You know what, brother? I don't know. I'm sure you were fun in the moment, but I sure want you to know how much your clarity is worth everything. And you're Thank clear you. and I can see it. I see you. I've been watching you, brother. Like not just watching it as a content observer, but actually watching you. I'm like, all right, who I, you know, there's yeah. a lot of turkeys and we know. And listen, I'm going to tell you, I, I suffer from, all kinds of temptations and like yeah dude it's hard i mean you don't think i want to have a good time and enjoy my life and just throw my cares away and go get drunk absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely mm -hmm. you know it i was a good time guy man that's all i cared about man was just I, everything that's happening right now is uh, a challenge it's a challenge because i always think oh maybe i'll have that glass of wine with the <laughs> yeah yeah with like my spaghetti my italian you know yeah. you think like that but it, but then you have to realize like it's hard bro it's yeah, hard I, I, hey brother i honor your sacrifice you said sacrifice and there's a quote that i want you to hear this okay leonard ravenhill this old british preacher died in 1994 as friends with aw tozer mentored keith green Keith Green leads Bob Dylan to the Lord. Bob Dylan comes out with three Christian albums in the late seventies, oh, wow. early eighties. That third day, that Christian band came out with a hit that they, everyone thought it was third day. They just covered a Bob Dylan song. Like anyway, Len Ravenhill is a very powerful man. And he said, the altar with no sacrifice receives no fire. Ooh, the Let me write that down. The altar, the altar. with no sacrifice receives no fire and you brother have the fire of god within you and it is being cultivated and burning 
and burning right wow, now, brother, just that. like it's burning brighter and brighter and brighter. And it takes the sacrifice. It takes being willing to, that's why the fallacy is to be fear, fearful of death. No, we can sacrifice everything. And the more we sacrifice, the more fire we have to speak the truth. And when Jesus says, you're the light of the world, he's not saying lumens. He's not saying electrical. He's not saying flip a switch. The only new fire, the only light context was fire. When he says you're the fire, everyone's like, fire. Yeah. think how valuable fire has been in human history. The, the well hunting, the well trade, the blubber, the fire is such a precious, it's everything. It's and everything, it's the only right. thing, yeah. brother. That's the, why they say in boxing, baptism under fire. fire. That's it. And guess yeah, that's and the only the way you get experiences. People, hey, how can I learn to fight? I'm like, by fighting. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way you learn. You can hit the mitts all day long. You can hit the heavy bag. The only way you learn is by fighting, actually putting mm. yourself in the shit. Mm. It's the same thing. You, you, that's the sacrifice. You have to fight. Yeah. You have to do it. You have to speak. How do you learn to be a good speaker? You speak. How do you learn? Yeah. You just do it. Yeah. Over and over. And you learn. You get better and better. You get those nerves go away, you know, and you start getting more comfortable in your skin. I want to, uh, I don't want to keep taking too much of your time, brother, but I, I want where uh, your book, when the lights go out, your, oh. your, like, share everything where we can oh, here find it is. you. Cause this, people yeah. listen all over the world in this podcast. There you go. When the lights go out uh, from Survivor to Champion uh, on Amazon. Hey, I got my mom's book here too. Yes. My mom's book, uh, Mexican Mix. Awesome. Uh, by Patricia Rodriguez. She talks about the Mexican Revolutionary War and what it was like to date a Mexican in the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> a white girl. <laughs> One on the other side of the tracks. All uh, right. And, uh, and, then, uh, um, and then, no, you can reach me at David Nino Rodriguez official on Instagram. It's kind of long. David right. Nino Rodriguez right. official. Yeah. Uh, and Nino Boxer on Twitter. Uh, Nino's Corner on Telegram. And Nino's Corner.tv is where you can subscribe. And everyone listening, I subscribe to David. I think. Day one, the first day I heard you talk about it, I went and subscribed. And, and thank you, uh, no, brother. Thank you. And, and sovereignty is what humans are stepping into. Just right so, now, to, to, that's what it's about. And to, to share uh, something real quick, why I just love what you're doing, and to affirm you and everyone listening. The King James Bible said, "Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life. No man comes to the Father but by me." But from 1881 to now, there's more than 500 Bible versions in the English language. They all say something different. They changed the word by to through. Mm. So at one time, the Great Awakening in the 1600s was actually cultivated by saying everyone is sovereign. Every, there is no Lord above us. It, Jesus says, I don't call you servant. I call you friend. Rise, come up. Get out, stand up, fucking walk. Let's go. Yeah, I love that. Let's yes. go by me to the father. I go to my father, you go to your father. And why I think it's so important that people support you and what you're doing right now, brother, is you, you creating your own channel that people can subscribe to takes away that little uh, like youtube you know i understand you know, i hate living like game. that but i you hate know what it. you're not living like that thankfully you don't have to because you created your own thing and so i want everyone listening go sign up to david's channel i do i watch it um this is going up there i'm gonna put thanks, this up there brother. right now thanks brother and Thank you, you know what you are getting better and i and I, I was a tv reporter as a host I've, I've done a lot of different things you're getting better keep going and it's it's just watching when i say and i'm watching you i mean i'm really watching you brother because i know you're i almost texted you hey my big brother what's happening like you're, you're leading the way but you're getting better just keep going because i'm telling you the boxing career will not be what you are known for your soul was here to show people to not back down at that precipice moment to stand and and brother you are it so i'm i embrace it embrace it embrace it the righteous are bold as a lion, but the wicked flee. We know, too, man, I I tell people, like, <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm not fast anymore. I had back surgery. I don't run well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slow, bro. I got oh, slow, man. so I just got to fight. <laughs> I have a better chance standing in front of you and fighting, throwing down than fucking running. So that's how I use it in life. Oh, man. Well, 
brother, I love you. I just want you to know I'm sending you love. I'm praying for you. God is covering you. The anointing of the most high is all over you inside and out. And it's all good. And, and there's no accident that Jim and you and all the people that God's bringing around and all the people that the Patriots all over the place. And what is a Patriot? It's not even about the country. It's about the sovereignty of the soul of human hundred percent. And that's what they're trying to take away. That's right. That's the end. They won't. And they won't because revelation 13 has its narrative. And then here comes revelation 14 and the book ends at revelation chapter 22. So we know who wins. We know we win. They don't. And, um, anyway, I just appreciate you, brother. I just want you to know that, Ah, man. Thank you. And this is going up on Nino's corner for sure. Awesome, brother. Thank you. Thank Thank you very much, brother, David. Thank you. Truly brother. Thank you for coming on. And I look forward to hanging with you someday in person and, and, uh, yeah, brother, keep going. Everyone, please sign up to, uh, Nino's corner.tv. I'll put all the links in the show notes. Follow them if you're not already. I'm sure a lot of my audience is already following them, but make sure you follow them and subscribe to his channel. I forget how much it uh, was when I signed up, but it's worth it. Listen to him. You can support this brother in his journey. And uh, look, he now supported me by coming on the show. And so we all support one another. And that's what it's about. We rise together. Where we go one, we truly do go all. A rising tide lifts all ships. This isn't some metaphor or nice homily that we pay homage to. This is the truth that to be the change you want to see starts internally, starts within. And knowing what the line is inside of us, that we we don't compromise our sovereignty. That is the one thing that we have as a human collective compromised for far too long, but we are awakening to sovereignty now. And so dear brothers and sisters, continue on the path of love and light and truth and freedom. I am Lucas Mack. This is the Golden Roll Revolution. I bless you all and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. For support in your journey, go to my website, lucasmack.com.